Now's your chance to get caught up on all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. It's This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers. Enjoy great deals on an award-winning Honda at your local area Honda dealer. Or visit us online at northernohiohondadealers.com. Now, here's Gene Destro. My pappy said, son, you're going to drive me to drinking if you don't stop driving that hot rod Lincoln. This week, it's all about cars, including a new GM scholarship program, price reductions on electric cars, a new name for hybrids, and even flying taxis. All this and more coming up. One of the biggest stories we've been following this year is GM shutting down the Lordstown plant and laying off 1,200 employees as they put new emphasis on electric cars and moved some jobs to Mexico. But that doesn't mean they're not going to be hiring in the future. In fact, they're bankrolling a new scholarship program that's aimed at turning out skilled auto repair and maintenance technicians. Mike Conway from Stark State Community College explains. They're providing scholarship dollars to cover the full cost of tuition and fees for a student through the entire program. The criteria for that is that the students are working towards their two-year associate degree and they have to maintain above a 2.5 grade point average and they also need to be working at either one of the GM dealerships or an AC Delco affiliated independent shop. So are you saying the only people that can get the scholarships are people who are already employed in the field? Part of our program is to help align students with dealerships. We don't guarantee any student placement in our program, but what we can do is help align new incoming technicians with supporting dealerships in our area. In the first few weeks of the program, if a student is not already aligned with a dealership as an entry-level technician, we will make recommendations and, and try to align the students with a dealership that is close to their home so that they can get employment with that dealer as they're working throughout the program. So how many scholarships are available? There's 13 specifically for Stark State College and there's 80 across Ohio, uh, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. And is this different and innovative? So this is new to our program and the fact that General Motors has seen the need for technicians in the industry. So they're coming along as a manufacturer to help support students through a program that is going to feed into their dealerships. When people think about automotive technicians, they don't normally think high-tech. The automotive industry is a very high-tech industry at this point in time. Uh, We're working with computer networks on the vehicle. There, Some cars will have 20, 30 modules on the car that are all communicating through different computer networks. There is also uh, autonomous vehicle technology on the vehicles now. Not that they're fully autonomous by any means, but we are definitely heading in that direction. So there are collision avoidance systems on the vehicles that are very complex. There are, you know, the engine technology has changed drastically over the last 10 to 15 years as we're trying to constantly strive to get better fuel economy, reduced emissions, and things of that nature. So the days of just buying a small set of tools and going to work in a shop, getting your hands dirty and fixing things and going home, that's a thing of the past. These technicians are constantly going through update training. They need to have that solid foundation that we provide in a program like ours so that they're prepared to 
diagnose these advanced electrical concerns and, and even advanced mechanical concerns on the vehicles too. So once somebody gets trained in this, what kind of a salary can they expect when they come out? Typically an entry-level wage in this industry is somewhere between twenty-five dollars and $35,000 a year. And then as the students work towards becoming a, we'll call a master technician, which usually takes about five years to work up through the ranks and get that experience, technicians can earn anywhere from fifty dollars to $100,000 a year pretty commonly in this area. So there are great opportunities to definitely support a family and earn a good income in this business. Is there anything else you can tell us about this program that I haven't thought to ask yet? Students are going to graduate in less than two years with an associate's degree. They're also going to have uh, roughly about one year of automotive experience when they hit the ground running. And they're also usually tied to that dealer that they did their internships at. So they're already placed in in the industry, placed in a career. They've established those relationships and they're really ready to hit the ground running and advance very quickly. These students also earn around 70% of the General Motors training credit towards being a General Motors certified technician. So they're not only earning an associate's degree, they're building that work experience, but they also walk out as with a with a large level of the GM training certifications when they graduate. And then they get the other 30% once they're on the job? Yes. This, in this industry, you never stop training. So what will happen with a dealership technician, and this is almost all manufacturers, they have a dedicated training path for them. Students will do web-based online training, sometimes in uh, distance learning training, but then ultimately they will go to training centers across the country, depending on what manufacturer they're at, or continuous update training because the technology, like I said earlier, is just always evolving. There's new systems, new technology on these vehicles every year, which is one of the great things about the auto industry. It never never gets stagnant. There's always change. If you've ever wanted to buy an electric car, but you couldn't because it cost too much, some good news today. As Jeff Colvin reports, prices are coming down. One reason electric vehicles aren't more popular is that they're expensive. But now a top General Motors executive says that within a few years, GM will sell them at what he calls very average prices and make a profit on them. Most car makers currently lose money selling electric cars. Tesla struggles even with its Model 3 selling for about $45,000 or more, and the Models S and X often going out the door at more than $100,000. The average price of all new vehicles of all types today is about $37,000, which is the sticker price of the electric Chevrolet Bolt, and it loses thousands on each sale. That will change when battery packs become one-third less expensive. And GM says that in four years or so, they will be. I'm Jeff Colvin. Toyota is renaming their electric hybrids. Brian Cooley tells us why. Toyota is the king of electrified cars, thanks largely to hybrids, many of which are also plug-ins, but they also have hydrogen fuel cell cars that are even more ambitious than a car with a battery, like a Tesla. All of these variants have become muddled in consumers' minds compared to the simplicity of gas cars. So Toyota is working on a new umbrella name for cars that are electrified, as well as new sub-brands for hybrids, plug-in hybrids, fuel cell cars, according to a report in Automotive News. Part of what they may want to focus on is erasing the image of hybrids being sacrifice cars that you drive because you should, not because you want to. Ferrari, Porsche, McLaren, Lexus, and Volvo have all turned to hybrids, 
as a performance technology. But I bet when I say hybrids, you still think of a Prius and not much else. So Toyota's big branding headache is its own success. High-tech cars and modern driving at CoolionCars.com. You've probably heard that the most popular vehicles these days are SUVs and trucks. But Honda is setting their sights on an old standby, the passenger car. As some car makers go all in on SUVs, Honda sales chief Henio Arcangeli feels that's a short-sighted strategy. And our research shows that 55% of all first-time buyers, they're not buying SUVs or CUVs. They're not buying pickup trucks, and they're certainly not buying uh, minivans. They're buying passenger cars. That jumps to 70% for the younger Generation Z customers. This is a very important strategic uh, focus for Honda to be very strong in, in passenger cars because this is the future of our business. The hope is get a young buyer into the brand, and they'll stay there. With the Core Chronicles, I'm Jeff Gilbert, CBS News. And now, from the old standby passenger car to the wildly futuristic flying taxi. Uber held its annual Elevate conference about its flying taxi technology. And for the first time, the company is giving people a look at the inside of the cabin. From the get-go, the company's idea of a flying taxi looked like a drone had a baby with a helicopter. Now it looks like the inside of the taxi is designed after a helicopter as well. There are four passenger seats arranged two by two. Behind the second row is space for storing luggage. And that's about it. Besides some blue lighting and bright blue seat belts, there is plenty of legroom. Uber says it plans to use these aircraft for short rides, much like people would use an actual taxi. Uber plans to start its own test flights next year and will launch some version of its services in 2023, starting in Dallas and Los Angeles. The company also plans to offer rides from Lower Manhattan to JFK Airport. Looks like the future is here. Brian Banmiller, CBS News. And that's it for now. See you next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers. Enjoy great deals on an award-winning Honda at your local area Honda dealer. Or visit us online at northernohiohondadealers.com. Tune in next week for more tech news and listen online at wakr.net.